celebrating Victoria's Spring Racing Carnival on Kennedy Oaks Day. Racing. This is RSM. Dean Lester, David Gately, Jamie Rogers helping find winners at Oaks Day at Flemington. Just a couple via the SMS before we get to race seven. Dino, just winding the clock back a little bit to the program. Your thoughts on Hal Vorson down the straight? Well, he's last year's winner of the race, uh, Warren, and uh, he's obviously very good down the straight. I've always loved him better on absolutely on genuine firm ground, but uh, that uh, putting tips in yesterday, track was a, a soft seven. So uh, the improving track certainly helps his cause. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I would have preferred him on a good three, to be honest. And recapping my numbers that may have been missed in race 5, 12, 13, 9 and 4 for me in race 5. Race 7, a rich race and a terrific race it is, $500,000. The Melbourne Cup Carnival Country Final, over 1,600 metres. Horses had to run first or second to qualify. Scratchings are numbers 15, 17, 19 and 20. How does this market look, Jamie? Well, Warren, it's a terrific race, but gee, it's an open one. It's $6 the field, and if we start up the top, the one, Maximus Prime, is at $6.50 and has been drifting from the original quote of $6. Vazmi's seen a little bit of interest at the $15 price. The four in Atomic Gold at $10 has seen a little bit of a dabble, but it's the five in Bookman that has been popular this morning. was $10, did push out to 11 very briefly, and now back into $9.50. Magical Land at the double-figure price of $17 has seen some interest, prowling the nine at $9.50. Corona Lad at $8, and then the favourite is the 14 in Tauragine at that $6 quote, but is a drifting favourite, hasn't seen too much interest so far, was $5.50, and now she's out to that $6 price. Cracking race as you'd expect, Dino. How are you seeing the, the country final? Yeah, it is a terrific race, Warren, and uh, it's going to be truly run too. It's speed, I think, from out wider with uh, play on words. Vazmi probably no surrender of the main speed elements out wide and, and there's pressure inside as well so looks a good race I think Corona Lad's a really good talent uh, he got caught right on the line he looked the winner last start and heard Nathan Dunn explaining issues maybe with the breathing etc at the end of the race last time out well uh, hopefully they're rectified and he can run a strong 1600 if he does I think he maps for a great run and he'll be hard to beat uh, I think Air Clash is going well number 12 uh, he's come up well for the Matt Laurie stable and Drawn off by this stage of the day. I'm hoping not too much of a disadvantage. Three wide with cover. Hasn't been a bad place to be all week at Flemington. Uh, Maximus Prime and Magical Land come through the Geelong heats. Uh, I think both of them ran very well. And that uh, form, to my eye, will be good enough to run well in this race. But uh, as you said, heaps of depth. uh, Great series, great concept. My number's 13, 12, 1 and 6. How are you seeing it, Gator? Yeah, Really wide race, landed on the same horse. Currently, he's just got to run the mile out, doesn't he? That's going to be the key. But I agree, he's probably got a bit on. And a lot of these class-wise, in saying that, Torajun's um, really exciting. Had excuses that have sold defeat, drops to 54. And the mile looks no issues for her. Maximus uh, Prime had good backing, fresh one well. On two or three second up this horse. Prowling had the stack of other hopes. So 13, 14, 1 and 9. 13, 14, 1 and 9 from Gator. Dean Lesto also with 13, head of 12, 1 and 6. I'm with Corona Lad also. I think with that speed out wide and inside as Dean Lester outlined, there, there could just be a nice flowing run for Blake Sheen aboard Corona Lad. So I'm with him on an each-way basis. 13, ahead of 1, Maximus Prime. He got the penalty for winning last start, but he was only first up. He'll be further improved with that run under the belt. He trialled well going into this preparation. 
11 real easier closed off well in a heat at Horsham. It's not easy to get out wide and make ground at Horsham. I thought there was plenty of merit in that performance, the run at the Valley, the start before that, was also full of merit. I think Gavin Bedgood's got this horse going in great form. And for Atomic Gold, probably when I was doing my tips, uh, was thinking the track would be a little bit wetter, but uh, going in great form. Career best form for the Daniel Bowman stable. Still able to get the toe in the ground, but probably rain during the day would be a positive there. 13, 1, 11 and 4 for me in race 7, which brings us to the feature. The VRC Oaks over 2,500 metres. It's clear of scratchings and an update on the latest market with Jamie Rogers. Well, Warren, the favourite is the one and she's extreme and she's been a very popular favourite at that. It was $2.60 into $2.50, now into $2.30. Zenzella, the two, is the next best in terms of support, but we have pushed her price out. She was at $4, is now out to $5.50. Renaissance Woman is at $10. Pavitra is also seeing a bit of support, $12, now into $9.50. The five and Foxy Cleopatra is on the drift, out to $9.50. If you take a little jump down the market, the eight in Queen Air has been the third best backed runner behind the favourite and Zenzella at that $8.50 price. And at this stage, though, we have got a very, very, very popular favourite, Warren, and she's extreme. Go to the fillies out to the 2,500 metres here with that relatively short run to the first bender. How are you expecting the race to shape up? Yeah, no, it looks a, a, a genuine speed, doesn't it? Certainly the wakeful was very truly run. I think, what were they, 12 lengths above the class average in the first section of that race? We certainly add to the merit of Zenzanella's win. She absorbed that pressure really well, kicked on and beat, beat them all, including Provicia, who'd run so well in another key lead-up. In saying all that, I think uh, this race, more often than not, defaults to the class, and that's she's extreme, and by a considerable margin as well. I think uh, with a better ride, she just about wins. The spring champion, uh, the Quinella from the Derby, emerged from that race, and uh, she was actually racing alongside Renaissance Woman at about the 300, left her behind. And uh, Renaissance Woman, of course, won the ethereal prior to that, uh, beating Foxy, Cleopatra and Pavitra. So uh, no matter how you slice it, I think she's clearly one to beat the best bet of the day. And, um, yeah, hopefully wins easily. Zenzello does look really exciting. Queen Air's finale was fabulous last time off that strong speed. And both Foxy, Cleopatra and Renaissance Woman must have a case. They certainly look like they'll stay. Uh, one on top, though, two, eight, five. One, two, eight, and five. The gear change coming through of the synthetic hoof filler going on, Gator. Your your thoughts on on that gear change, specifically with with She's Extreme and in general? Uh, look, I don't have a major issue with it. I tend to trust the stable that they're fitting well as a general rule. Dino, how are you seeing the Oaks? Uh, yeah, I think that She's Extreme's uh, the one to beat, and clearly so. I'd take a different tack about the gear change. I, I think if it was uh, something that was, you know, preferable, they'd all be using synthetic hoof filler, but it, uh, it it signals that there's just been a little bit of wear and tear, and maybe she's got uh, still one really big run in her, even with the synthetic hoof filler, and I'm hoping so because I think she's a really good filly, and at the end of a long campaign in the autumn, she won the champagne at the end of this campaign. She should have won the spring champion in my opinion, and that form is terrific, and uh, I think she should win. I just hope, uh, yeah, she gets, with the right run from the draw, she gets the job done. Zenzella, she had a really hard run on Saturday, but if you're going to back a stable in to give a filly two hard runs in five days, well, the likes of the May used to stable is the ones you want to back in. I put her in for second, and same with Lindsay Smith. He's very good at 
uh, getting horses up and getting them into campaigns. And Queen Air's run on Saturday was a real eye-catcher. And I've put Pavitra in, who I've been waiting for her to drop off the cliff. Uh, but after seven runs, she still hasn't shown any sign of it uh, next best. But uh, I'm hoping she's extreme turns up in her best because her best should win easily. One, two, eight and four. Dean Lester's numbers in the Oaks. David Gately with one, two, eight and five. I'm also with what appears to be the class filly of this group in She's Extreme. In an ideal world, you probably wouldn't have the synthetic hoof filler going on, but Anthony Cummings explaining there's just you know, some areas just to make sure that the that the shoe holds well that's just been filled in. He's very comfortable with the way she's arrived, and if she's anywhere near her best, then I think she can win. One, She's Extreme for me. Had a two Zenzella coming through that really solidly run Wakeful Stakes on Saturday, but she toughed that right out. Queen Air was an eye-catching closer there. She was on the backup in that race from the Valley the previous Saturday. Now she's backing up again, so she's obviously a very resilient, tough filly. And Renaissance Woman, also coming through the, the Spring Champion, as She's Extreme did, was a dominant winner in the Ethereal, the start before one, two, eight, and 3 for me. Which brings us to the last down the straight, over 1,100 metres for the three-year-old fillies. The emergencies don't gain a start in numbers 17, 18, 19, and 20. What's the market telling us in the last, Jamie? Well, Warren, we've got a very, very tough race to end the day at Flemington. It's $7.50 the field, and the two English Riviera is that joint favouritism at that quote, and has been drifting all morning with $6.50 to sevens, now out to seven fifty. Bound for home, the four is that equal $7.50 price, and also a runner that's been drifting this morning. Troach, the six, has been seeing the support, was $12, now into $9.50. If we take a jump down, the nine, oh high at $10, has seen a little bit of a dabble, as has She Dances at $13, and La Donsus Rouge at 11 that is probably the next best in terms of support at that double-figure price. But, Warren, the money's not too much of a guide. This is a very tough race here in the last. And I think a uh, number of punters hoping that Greece would uh, gain a start as the second emergency and probably take some speed out of the race. Both Red Card and Greece likely to have been part of that speed now, not gaining a start. And Dave Eustace telling us that Greece is likely to head to Cranbourne on Cranbourne Cup Day if you're wondering where she may be heading for her next start. I think that leaves the speed, maybe Troach, she dances, Bay 13, somewhere near the speed, but a very competitive race following the scratchings. I think English Riviera won't be that far away. I'm with number nine, Ohai, here with the blinkers going on. She just hasn't had a lot of luck of late, and it might be a, a late prize for her during the spring with the blinkers on, drawn out wide, shouldn't be a disadvantage by this stage of the day. Nine ahead of 11, she dances, who I think first up can be part of the speed. I like what she's done. She had excuses at her second start. I think she's a filly with legitimate upside. 13, Ladonsus Rouge has got that little bit of recent race fitness. She'll be making her own luck somewhere near the speed also. Near inside draw by this stage of the day could be a little bit problematic, but you'd think that uh, they might drift all to the middle of the track here. And I put eight, I'm loving you in as next best, who's been freshened up and will be strong late. Very competitive finish. My numbers are nine, 11, 13 and eight. How are you seeing the last, Dean? Yeah, I've landed on the same horse, Warren. Uh, oh, hi. I just think uh, the blinkers are a really uh, interesting gear change. And as you said, not much has gone for her. Uh, I think Hugh Bowman's a really good riding choice for her to just hold her up and come with one quick run. And I'm with her to be bound for home. Would have liked her to have drawn a bit wider down the straight, number four, but I think she can run well. Paris Dior, uh, she probably took a while to recover from her run in the Golden Rose, but she went back to the trials and uh, she's trialled up okay and... 
blinkers on for her and Troach has drawn barrier one but thought she just might use her speed and head out wide here and uh, and, and give a sight but uh, now I'm going to go with Ojai nine four one and six bring us home a winner Gator well hopefully it's Bay 13 and um, around ten dollars would be nice one have made really well set a strong speed at the valley beat all by one Wee Nessie and that can easily tie the form in and overall time class good and I like her wide draw late in that and her upside Ojai home hard fresh to bound for glory then little luck the next two you've covered her off well Bound for home, obviously won that quizette. And English Riviera surprised me with her toughness last time, but um, obviously she had Wienessi behind her. That's the horse that then beat Bay 13, albeit luckily. Uh, but uh, another wide race to come home, 12, 9, 4 and 2. There are Gators numbers in the last, 12, 9, 4 and 2. Dean Lester with 9, 4, 1 and 6. My numbers in the last are 9, 11, 13 and 8.